1: One thing I was thinking is, you know, Strava gives you the uh, little awards where you get like. Yeah. Oh, trophies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. things for your best yeah. effort or whatever. I do like that it breaks it down so that you get them regularly. So it'll be like best yeah. effort on diagonal path down through park or whatever. Which is <laughs> yeah. Quite nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I hate that the only thing that it does that for is your. Is your, speed. is your pace? Is your speed? Mm. Like, can mm. they think of anything else? Like, that's the furthest you've ever gone. To be fair, they might do that. I can't remember. They do that. Yes, they okay, do that. Okay, they do that. that. Yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> play. Glad that they do that. Love Strava, and we're really out here supporting <laughs> Maybe to complete a bit of the puzzle, I'll tell you about Hell Run, because looking back, mm-hmm. maybe I've been a little bit, not 100%. I had the worst runner's trots of my life on... <gasps> The on my four miler on friday holly have you got a poo story to tell us i have i haven't got an actual shit myself in public story um oh. but i know i know mm. i realized i actually said to doug the other day i was like oh it's been two years since i shot myself in public um <laughs> i haven't got
2: another one of those. <laughs> Welcome to episode 184 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. Holly has had some ups and downs with her half marathon training, including an almost literally crappy run. So we have a lot to talk about with that half marathon training is not easy and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. In other news we've decided we want to start a campaign to run more simply. We're both overwhelmed by all the information that's thrown at us on a daily basis on how to run better, what strength training to do, what to eat and what to do for general fitness. What we want is a simplification of all that noise, how to run how to train, how to get fitter in about four different moves max. So who's with us and what's our manifesto going to be? Do pop along to womensrunning.co.uk and check out all the bits you get when you subscribe to us because if you subscribe to Women's Running right now, you'll save 50% off the cover prize and you'll get a copy of our How to Run 5K guide absolutely free. Go to womensrunning.co.uk forward slash bundle to get the deal. But you said you've got loads and loads to talk about, right? I
1: did. Uh, Well, (laughs) I want to update you on my training because I feel like a bit of a twat because last time we spoke, I was like, I was specifically like, ask me. It's going really well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I've had my, my last two runs have been like, one was, eh run and one was hell run
2: oh no i know i'll okay, tell you about the,
1: the meh run first yeah i'll build up the tension that. yeah um <laughs> so yesterday i did a run i was gonna go out for two and a half miles but because of said hell run which we'll discuss in a minute mm-hmm. i was like i'm not going to be harsh on myself it was i was struggling to even force myself to get out there so i was like i'll just do two yeah and i'll see how it goes and, like, if I do more, then great, but I'll just mm-hmm. try and get out there and do a bit. Um, and I thought, th- see, this is why it's not actually, wasn't actually too bad, this one, and I shouldn't care, mm. but I did. I thought I was flying, and it was, like, by a minute per mile or whatever, by a minute, yeah. extra minute, the longest it, that any any training run has been in a long time and um that yeah. like yeah definitely the worst of my block so far and I was oh. just like I wanted to talk about that first because I was like why does that happen sometimes why do you feel like you're absolutely flying yeah and then it's it's so slow. I couldn't believe I thought that there'd been a mistake
2: <laughs> yeah I do you know I have this a lot mm. and I have it with Garmin where it will say you've just done a tempo run like when i did the half marathon in barcelona it was like yeah. tempo run i was like it really 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 wasn't a yeah. tempo run um and yeah and then when i did like shorter runs that i thought were faster it was like base training and i went, how is that and it's it it's down to heart rate is rather it rather than rather than the pace that you're going at if that's the way that you're so yeah
1: but mine was pace based
2: right like and, you, it, and it just my- felt
1: it felt really fast and then I looked Mm. at it and it said my like amount my minutes per mile and I was like it's got to be a mistake you know sometimes on Strava it's like when you're towards the end end of a run you might be getting a bit tired or you're on a bit of Mm -hmm. elevation or something you look and you go bloody hell but it turns out that's just the the breakdown for that particular stretch that you're on yeah and then your average evens itself out and you go okay okay Yeah, I thought that that was happening and then I was like oh no that is just my average for the whole run great and then I thought there'd been a mistake but then when I looked at my time it had taken me I was like no yeah that checks out
2: (laughs) (laughs) what are you monitoring yourself on is it just on Strava or is it something else it's just on Strava yeah and which I know
1: I realized the other day can definitely have some discrepancies because would you like to know what my um Let me just find this for you. Are you going to tell the world? You know your best efforts. Oh, yes. Do you want to know what my fastest mile was? Yeah. Six minutes, 58.
2: That's pretty good, isn't it?
1: I think that's very good. And I don't think that it's true. Because Uh, on exactly the same run, I did a kilometre in uh, two minutes, 55.
2: Bloody (laughs) how?
1: I did a half mile in... Two minutes thirty six. Hang on a minute. Were you driving? (laughs) I think it was when, and I did four hundred meters in one minute twenty nine. (laughs) Shit. So I think that it's when I, um, and then once you get up to two miles, five k, ten k, it's showing my actual personal bests. Um, Okay. I discovered that I think there is a bit of discrepancy with, um, because my next best mile after that six minute -er is just under nine which is probably more likely if I've actually been like really pegging it. Um, I think that it's sometimes it doesn't measure certain stretches where it can't get the GPS and then it like pings you forward. So they they were all on the same run, those PBs. And I I think it's all when I went through the two tunnels last.
2: Ah, okay. okay. I think it doesn't
1: know and it slightly makes it
2: up. Yeah, yeah, that's that yeah. completely, that does make sense. That does make sense. I think that's what's gone on there.
1: But yeah, I don't think anything like that has happened. I think it was just slow and I didn't understand why. But maybe to complete a bit of the puzzle, I'll tell you about Hell Run. Because looking back, mm-hmm. maybe I've been a little bit, not 100%. I had the worst runner's trots of my life on, <gasps> the, uh, on my four miler on Friday holly have you got a poo story to tell us i have i haven't got an actual shit myself in public story um but i know i know Mm. i realized i actually said to doug the other day i was like oh it's been two years since i shat myself in public um (laughs) i haven't got another one of those but um i know but it was really bad i've actually got evidence because i i I sat on a bench (laughs) and recorded myself because i was like i might just do like a sort of heartfelt insta story about this and then it was so miserable that i was like i can't subject everyone to that but it was okay. just horrible i i think first of all i ran at a really weird time of day that i mm-hmm. i never run at um because my friday last week was really weird um doug was I, I was doing normal work day but doug was working um like he didn't go he he was working until 1 a.m so he didn't go in until 1 p.m and it was all a bit weird So we had Mm -hmm. lunch together earlier than I probably would have done considering I'd already had breakfast, blah, blah, blah. I think I'd eaten too much food. I was going to go for my run before lunch, which is what I would normally do if I was going to run in the middle of the day. Sorry, boring. Mm -hmm. Let me cut to the chase. Um, but basically I didn't because I thought, oh, we'll eat together. We'll use up a HelloFresh. And, um, (laughs) and and then, um, I realized that, uh, I wasn't going to have time to do it post-work. So I was like, crap, okay, I'm just going to have to like work through and do a quick bash it out at, um, at like 3 p.m. or something when I can find a, a spare moment. Mm-hmm. So I did a random sort of skiving work, r- like weird time of the afternoon run where I just dropped everything and went for it. And I don't think I'd let myself digest my food enough. But also, I wonder whether there was something a bit stomach fluey going on before, because even before I went, I was having some slight gurglings that I was a bit like, "Oh no, oh, this feels a bit weird, but I was like, "Whatever, I just need to bash this out because I've got loads of stuff on, and obviously I was trying to cram it into a work day, so I was just like, "Let's just get on with it, yeah, half a mile a mile in, I was like, <gasps> "Oh my God, this really doesn't feel very good. I feel like I'm gonna poo myself." managed oh no. somehow to do the full four. You did it. I did, which I was really proud of myself because it sucked. Mm. I really thought I was gonna shit. Um and I was plan I was like, what do people do? I was thinking back to your story about the leaves. I was like, what I was thinking of every <laughs> like pod squad story we've ever had about having to do a wild poo. But yeah. I was running along the like the river path that goes mm-hmm. down to the Locksbrook and stuff. So I was like it mm. like there's you you get hit by a cyclist every two minutes like there's absolutely no privacy there so I was like what am I gonna do maybe I can dip in at the pub or something and I was like what can I do and um it was really bad I managed to hold it together I was still hoping that it was going to be uh this was actually the worst bit I was still Mm. hoping that it was going to be just the run like just on the run that I'd slightly turned things up because you know sometimes that can happen and then you get home and maybe you're a bit on the toilet but Mm. you're fine after that uh so I went to Tesco on my way back other supermarkets are available and I was like I'm gonna get some treats I'm gonna get myself a packet of Monster Munch and a Lucasaid." and and um I I got home uh, which was you know a thing in itself because I had to go up the hill that's why I sat in a bench in the park on the way and recorded a Mm. heartfelt Instagram story that never made it to Instagram because it was so miserable um and then, then eventually got in. Yeah, chapped my absolute guts out. Um, oh, then tried to have a sip of my Luke's aid. I managed three claws of my Monster Munch, and then I was I, I <laughs> and then I was running straight off to the toilet again, and it was it was really really bad. And and it was like all night long. I all I could eat was plain baked potato. It was the only thing that I could like sort of keep in oh no it was really bad and like I still didn't feel a hundred percent like I couldn't I I didn't feel like a coffee the next morning it was that like kind of level where I was still like oh god that it wasn't until maybe lunchtime just after Mm. lunch that I was like able to kind of eat normal food again and feel normal
2: that's that's not runner's trots you you've had something yeah
1: So maybe I just, I'm hard as nails because I ran four miles with a stomach flu. You
2: are, you are hard as nails. I would never have
1: done that. I think I just panicked because I was, I I was on, I'm trying to not, because you know what I'm like with overthinking and talking myself out of stuff. Yeah, I'm trying at the moment to just go, just go, just do it. And so I think I was just in that kind of mindset and I thought, oh, I will feel better in a bit. And I
2: didn't. Oh, my God. I know. No, it's awful. I mean, I think, like, when I used to get it quite a lot, and it's not stomach flu kind of stuff, but when I used to get runner's trots, it was... And I think this is true of like quite a few people. It's like when you start running as opposed to when you're kind of quite you're in the groove kind of thing. And yeah. like when I was starting to kind of build up my mileage when I was training for my first half marathon, I remember it happening quite a lot then, not pooing myself in public or anything, but definitely I do have every time, every time I go to like, I'm going to say Twerton and fork. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I yeah, yeah, I do, right, yeah, I do. I do. Every time I run there. Sorry I to have, the listener. Sorry, listener. I have a, Pav, a Pavlov's dog kind of gut churn at that corner because it happened It's because at that point where I was living, that was about a mile away from home, home. And I do think there's a lot of kind of mental stuff that's going on with runner's trots kind of thing that I would turn the corner. I'd know there was a mile off and my guts would just go, nah, not hanging on, not hanging on. Yeah. And I, I would have to sort of walk home. Like I couldn't run anymore and I would have to kind of speed walk like an idiot along the lower Bristol road kind of thing to get home. And it was the most painful, painful, painful thing. And it's like, I got to hold in, hold in, you know, with those horrible kind of spasms and ugh, absolutely foul. But that would be like when I had that, it would be as soon as I'd gone to the loo, fine, all yeah. sorted. I've had that before
1: where like again it's been when I've been building up mileage and maybe I mm. haven't run for a few months or like the first time I did the bath half for example where I hadn't run for my whole life um Mm. and um I would but it was like maybe when I started to get to like seven eight miles like starting to actually get to like where you're running for quite long periods of time Mm -hmm. um that that would be when I would definitely have that feeling because I remember like going for a couple of them with Lex and we were like, Mm. should we treat ourselves? Let's go get a little pan of chocolate. And then we would both be like, oh, okay, maybe not. Let's just, I'll see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Just run home (laughs) and then do the evacuation. And then agreed, everything would be absolutely fine. Maybe it would take me an hour all in all to recover Mm. from one of those runs where like I might need to just like sit gormlessly in the bath and sit on the loo for a bit. And then I'd be absolutely fine. Whereas, yeah, mm. this really scared me because I've been feeling really strong in my training. It was four miles, which I'm absolutely not poo pooing. It's that that yeah. feels like a long way, and it is a, it is a long way, um, yeah. but obviously is not like it's not not nearly the longest I've ever run or anything. Mm-hmm. And and also not even the longest that I've run without training. Like I've definitely just like done a spontaneous 10K because someone's been like, should we do a 10K? And yeah. I've not really, you know, it's so it's not even like my body's not used to having to do it. It, it was completely bizarre. And I, mm. I'm, I'm glad that you actually don't think that it's runner's trots because I'd kind of assumed because I was like, oh, I must have not left long enough between eating and I must have not... Um, like I don't know because I, cause I went at a weird time like I wouldn't normally run after I'd eaten lunch and if I did mm. then I would wait till like five o'clock or something after I'd finished work and go so mm-hmm. I was like maybe it's it's that and it was making me really nervous to do my next one to do
2: my next long oh I think I mean do you know what I reckon all those things probably I think it, it you know it 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 wouldn't have helped to have eaten sort of cl- and to be running at a weird time of day and mm. you know all of that kind of stuff but that you know those things are out out of the ordinary, aren't they? And so, like if you run if you run at a normal time after your normal kind of amount of food, it's just not going to. And it just sound like it sounds like you had a little stomach thing because yeah,
1: I think I, I think had I'm, a little mini bug, and r- maybe running, mm. maybe I maybe it would have just been one of those things where you go, oh god, that wasn't very nice on the loo for yeah. a couple of loo excursions but yeah maybe it wouldn't have been maybe it sort of was a vicious cycle but the running was really not a good move yeah yeah, yeah. it was
2: it's going to be that it's not going to be yeah it doesn't because I, I do think that a kind of runner's trots is like it is you churning up your stomach and it is churning mm. you know and it, and it does have what you eat obviously has a big Effect on what happens to your guts when you're running and stuff yeah. like that. And if you have too much fiber, and you I know, mean, I had had whatever. a roasted vegetable salad.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh. I think that's yeah, that, that's, that's not ideal. i sick now, that I'm
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not ideal. No, but uh, yeah, just go back to what it is that you do eat that makes you feel fine when you go for a long run. Normally it is literally, I mean, actually, did you notice that the pod squad was
1: saying on the Discord group, um, sorry to leave those of you who are not involved out, but those who aren't, get involved. Um, Get involved. They were saying that they want it's Porridge Esther on a a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt.
2: I do think that should be
1: the new tagline. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's porridge <Esther. laughs>
1: yeah oh they've also been talking I've got to give them a shout out because oh I know what you're gonna talk we about right tagged yeah didn't
2: we get tagged yeah
1: <laughs> about the idea of having have you ever have you heard of notch and have you ever had a Notch? thing i've like never had a notch
2: whatever. i have heard of them i think um I, i'm pretty sure that they used to have a little stand at um the running show because it's such a good idea but yeah no, i've never had one i've never had one so what are they saying about it um oh they
1: were just saying that they really want a women's running like a pod squad themed one like cut a Squad okay. color yeah. yeah i think loads yeah. of people use them i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna look them up here but i think of because similar to you i think i've i've heard of them around just like in the running industry but i haven't mm. had my own um i think people use them to um oh bloody hell turns isn't out it, every, every company is called notch oh
2: okay um but isn't it like um it's almost like a charm bracelet sort of thing yeah so you can like a runner's, get... runner's pandora yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can get extra ones for like, if you have a significant race or you belong to a running club or whatever. It's a nice thing to Exactly to that. Yeah, it
1: yeah. looks like such a sweet thing and they want a, a pod squad <laughs> one, which would be so adorable. But anyway, I don't know how we organise that. Not, if you're listening, Sorry. we'll collab with yeah. you, but I don't, I'm <laughs> I'm not a blacksmith. So I don't know how to... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Among your many talents. <laughs> yeah, black
1: blacksmithery, Black
2: uh, pff, Iron Black. Yeah. Ironmongery? Ironmongery, so,
1: yeah. It's not one of them.
2: Not, yeah. no, not up there, no. No. <laughs> oh, hole, hole in your
1: guts, you poor
2: thing. That's I not know, nice.
1: so I'm feeling a little like my confidence has been knocked because not only did I have a, a literally shitty run on, mm. on Friday as my long run, but then my, my one of my midweek ones yesterday, I was literally mm. like I'm flying and I was like, good, this is good. I think I'm actually finally getting what it means. I'm not going to lie, of course, guys, not doing any tempo running or anything mm. like that. But I was like, I think I'm finally getting the the meaning of doing easy runs for my long and then doing slightly more thresholdy. I'm not saying that I'm going full pelt for the whole time, but like mm. pushing myself a bit more on the short ones. And I was like, this is going to make such a difference to my training. <laughs> <laughs> and then looked at my pace and I was like, what the fuck? The only thing is that I, I hadn't really accounted for. And it, it still doesn't explain it away because I've done this route many times and done it faster. But I think mm. it's more elevation than I realize. Um, oh, well, there you go then. When I run around the park. Yeah, I just I like running around the park. And then I'm kind of it feels nice to do that as like a lunchtime shorter mm-hmm. run because then I'm staying kind of close to home. So I feel like if something did happen, if someone at work did call me or if like, then I mm. wouldn't be like, oh, I'm actually in Twerton or yeah, I'm actually yeah. in
2: Bradford on Avon or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, that does terrify me that like, because quite a lot of training runs I've done, have been out and backs and there is a point at which I do get really, really what Cause it has happened to me again around Twerton Fork where I've pulled a calf muscle and just think, oh, I'm at the furthest point away from where I live and now I've got yeah. to walk all the way back. And it does worry me when I get to the long, like the really long marathon ones where you're like half a marathon away from home. And you're like, um, what happens? What, what if something awful goes wrong at this oh, point? No, yeah, and what if I get it? a phone call? Yeah, yeah. I good, guess so. that's
1: where it is useful to have those like, you know, you can have it set up so that you can be like, Dave to the rescue on your phone or your watch (laughs) yeah (laughs) so if I did that to Doug he'd be like no that's mean he does sometimes come and pick me up from things but (laughs) generally he's like nah you're on your own mate I remember calling him once from uni because Mm. he had a car in final year of uni and I was like I was waiting in the snow for a bus that wasn't coming and I was like oh can you come and get me because it's literally snowing and I don't know if this bus is going to come and he was like I'm kind of in the middle of something. Oh. What a snake. <laughs> it didn't get me. I had to wait for the bus in the snow. Oh.
2: Bad dog. Bad I dog. know. I know. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear.
1: <laughs> um, well, no, I shouldn't, I should have, I should have, I, I shouldn't wait for the, the prince to, what do they say? The damsel rescues herself in this one.
2: That should have been me. Yeah, you get on That's your own bus be. basically. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, how are you? Uh,
1: because I, I mean, we've launched into the running bit. We've not done any. We have.
2: I mean, I could carry okay. on a bit of running bit because I've yeah, been. Go on. So it's been like um, a week and a day since Barcelona. Oh um, yeah, Barcelona. and I have got back on the running bus. So I went running. My first one was like, "Oh God, I can't remember now." I think I'm. I think it was Thursday, so I gave myself like three days off, um, and uh, and it was horrible, (laughs) as you can sort of imagine. Actually, I think um, those first runs back, you just sort of think like immediately, immediately, imposter syndrome comes back. It's like, oh, how am I going to run that? How on earth am I going to run that if three miles feels this bad? I don't yeah. know. It's like, but I only ran it four days ago. And yeah. Anyway, so it was like so I've done I've done really bad running. Um and I mean like technically, literally, and whatever bad running, because I've I ran four days on the trot. Um just because oh I won I don't know why. I
1: don't <laughs> well, know if why. if you want to, then
2: that's fine. To, yeah. As
1: long as you are giving yourself some have you run today?
2: I have. Um, but I didn't run yesterday okay um but i was kind of like um i don't don't, know no no kind of great lengths or anything i was doing like three or four miles and stuff like that and it was absolutely fine but why i say it's absolutely fine each of them felt all of them have just felt really really hard which is unsurprising and i i have been looking again at my hrv which i still don't understand but the because it's color-coded I'm just looking at that bit and the color coding isn't great at the moment for me. So I'm having a, and I, I ended up um, going backwards for all of last year to see when it dipped and when it rose and kind of, you know, so it's kind of green when it's good and it's orange and red when it's bad kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it can be affected. So HIV can be affected by um, sleep, mm-hmm. um, stress, water, training, um and yeah sort of about it really so it kind of you know various sort of external stress stress can it be yeah yeah oh god it can be it can be affected by lack of training yeah i know it can be affected by lack of training but it can also be affected by overtraining. right so Mm -hmm. you have to find your sweet spot so i was looking back at the periods of of last year like when I was doing marathons and seeing what it was like afterwards and yeah and lo and behold so like the week after a marathon it will dip down into kind of the orange and just go whoa your of you know you're really, your body is stressed essentially yeah. for 3-4 days or whatever and it takes a little while to climb back up again um, but I've not had it like I've had recently so it really is it, it seems to me very clearly hormonally charged yeah. and, it do- and it does say perimenopause is a thing that can affect it um, but i'm having at the moment two weeks of it dipping way below and then two weeks of it going back up again and then two weeks dipping way below so I'm, at the well, moment i'm in the two fair. weeks of this shit it doesn't yeah feel it does not feel, feel fair doesn't...
1: for it to be like half the time shit half the time good
2: i know i know mm. and i and i do feel really tired i do feel really tired i feel really kind of exhausted and i and my sleep isn't I'm, I'm sleeping through fine but i'm having lots of rem sleep lots and lots of dreamy stuff yeah it always makes you wake up feeling a bit weird doesn't it oh anyway. yeah
1: my sleep's been shit no. i've been also having having rem sleep did we talk about this on the podcast it's like it happened like overnight it's been so weird i think it's stress but for the last mm. like month or so when previously i've been a very good sleeper like it doesn't take me long to fall asleep it doesn't I I stay asleep well yeah Hmm. I've just been like really disturbed in the night and I keep having anxiety in the night which is also not like me because usually my anxiety is comes from sort of overthinking so it tends to happen in the day it might happen when I'm like falling asleep but I've been like waking up from really stressful dreams and having sort of chest pains and heart beating and going oh oh that's horrible I I know I would be worried well, I think about you're... the chest pains, but it's the fact that mm. they are only in the night and only when I'm very, very anxious that I think probably yeah. points to points to the the cause.
2: But and you have been you have been through what some people might refer to as an episode, haven't you? So it's like yeah. it feels like you're kind of you're recovering, aren't you? So what, probably from my still nasty, in recovery.
1: Nasty uh, neighbors shouting at us.
2: Oh, I don't even mean that. I meant just generally from the anxiety. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Well, I have been through an episode, but also for the listener, I was saying to Esther, I will spare all the details because I want a fun conclusion that's silly to the the scary Mm. pine needle neighbours. But actually we did have our first confrontation with them the other day where they like banged on our door and shouted at us for making too much noise and they were really scary. And uh, now I'm really scared of them. And I'm also scared of making any noise in my flat. And I'm scared of, oh, I'm lying there at night scared that he's going to bang on the door again. And Doug woke up twice in the night, like last night, because he thought he heard that banging on the door again. And there was no oh, one no. there, and he, was, he didn't, but like, it's like, yeah. that's like, freaked us out now. Yeah, so oh. I'm having a genuine stressful time. I'm hating living with yeah. them below us, because now it's yeah. turned from funny to genuinely I'm quite scared of them, because I do think that he could be a psychopath. And um, yeah. yeah, he was really screamy and scary for very little cause. Um, so scared of them. And also, obviously, we're moving and it really feels like there's like mounting pressure to get out now, but there, none of it's within our control because we're just waiting. And so... Yeah. It does feel like there's quite a lot of stress going on at the moment, but...
2: That's a lot of stress. Moving house is a huge stress. It's a huge stress. And you never quite yeah. realize how stressed your body has been until you are sitting down in your new living room a few months in and watching TV and just thinking, oh, hang on a minute. Christ, the last few months has been really super stressful. Yeah. It just takes ages. I just you know, all of it. The
1: thing I worry about, and sorry, I've completely hijacked your thing about HRV and stuff, but this is a silly anxiety thing, but it sort of speaks Mm. to what you were saying about the stress and how it can impact your body and the HRV stuff. Mm -hmm. That My current thing is trying to calm myself down because I know that stress isn't good for my body. But finding that gives me almost more anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, if I don't calm myself down, I'm going to have a heart attack.
2: (laughs) And then I get more stressed. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, well, I mean, one thing I was going to say, like, going on from the HR thing, HRV.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash
2: weight loss. And the stress thing is that um, one thing I did think when I was running, Um, And I think it was on because we were away at the weekend and I was having a nice kind of away run and enjoying that. And I had a thought because I also had time to kind of check my Garmin Connect quite a lot. And I was checking Strava a lot and I was checking Instagram, all the running accounts I follow. Mm -hmm. and, um, And I was thinking about the stress. And and actually, that does feed into like what you were saying. So you've got, you've also, to compound that stress is to look back at a run that you've done and just to go, oh, bollocks, you know, my pace wasn't the pace I was trying mm. to do. And and I'd had two runs, which I'd, I'd thought were, well, they're clearly tempo and they were not
1: clearly yeah. tempo.
2: But I've also had like long, what felt like long, ploddy, kind of oddly painful runs towards the end. And I've been like, oh, that was oddly painful. And then looked and it will say tempo because my heart rate has been kind of elevated and I can't yeah. tell why that is anyway there's all this stuff right so I was running around with all this stuff and I was just thinking right okay runs that are bad that feel good runs that are good that feel bad oh crap there's all that strength training I'm supposed to be doing and then I was looking on Instagram and I was looking there was I think there were like three accounts that I follow in a row showing me all the strength training I should be doing as a runner. And one of them was talking about, um, I think it was concentrating on calf stuff. One of them was doing like all body stuff. One was core. And I was looking at all these and I was like, oh Christ, there's like, each of them had like you know six or seven swipe crosses, right? So I was just looking at all oh, these exercises, going, "Oh, but these are all the exercises I'm not doing, right?" And I wasn't doing them. All I was doing was exercising my finger and looking at these yeah. things, and so just going, "Oh, fucking girl!" And then there was another one that came up, and she um, on a video, she was doing a run, and on the on the video, I oh, will come to a point, I promise. Um, no, no, on the I video. It. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I to put as she ran and it was a really one of those really nicely put together videos so again i was also going oh bollocks we should do videos like this and she was running along and she put up loads of kind of like a list of stuff which was yeah. kind of like stats and things like that um and she'd separated out you know her miles per minute and blah, blah blah and she'd kind of listed all these things there was lots and lots and lots of information going down the middle of her post um and she was also running and she was also looking gorgeous at the same time and i was like oh my god and then, um, and then, was Then I looked at Garmin Connect, and it was like HIV. And I was looking at my HIV, and it was all orange and red. And I was thinking, Do you know what? I still don't really understand what HIV is, but this clearly isn't good. Um, yeah. What other what other things can I look on on Garmin Connect? And I was looking at other things. That sounds like another. you're going into a thought spiral of yeah, of yeah. So yeah. it was it was all like, Oh my god, there's all this stuff. So then that the last run that i did at the weekend before today i was i went for this little run where there was a nice clear space right so i was just i was running um on sort of around the coast kind of thing and it was on a path and it was sort of anyway it meant that i could just blank out noise Mm -hmm. and i just thought and here we are here's the thing i just thought (laughs) it's the fucking point (laughs) come on esther (laughs) jesus christ why can't we make it a bit more simple? And oh, I completely. have decided that what we need to campaign for is simple running. That's okay. that's my campaigning piece today. I'm because all for that. That sounds like what I, I do most so, of the time. I am so fucking confused. I'm so fucking confused by what I should be eating, how I should be running, Yeah, what I, what my heart rate should be. Whether I should be doing tempo or bass or whether I should be doing like, you know, whether I should be doing hill sprints or whether I should be like, you know, doing, I'm getting confused between kilometers and miles. I'm getting confused between whether I should be wearing socks over my leggings because that seems to be a thing now or whether like I should be Mm -hmm. like, you know, should I be wearing cotton or not? Wearing cotton, there seems to be a lot of noise about yeah, loads of stuff. I loads of people doing do this, do
1: that. And,
2: and we yeah, I find that it really stressful. With it.
1: Yeah. It's very I'm stressful. Completely with you. Maybe we're, maybe we're culprits. Maybe people listen to this and think, oh, bloody hell, they're doing mm. that. I better start doing that. But yeah, I completely agree. I find it, it gives me, it really feeds into health anxiety for me. And that was why I stopped wearing a sports watch because, mm. um, like I just felt like any anomaly that was coming up was like really freaking me out. Every time it would tell it would warn me that my heart rate was too high, but that I felt like I wasn't I, I was fine. Like that mm. I was pushing myself a normal amount, but it would be like, slow down, you're about to die. And I'd be like, yeah. what? And so yeah, I just I I I'm I'm such a fan of a of an either a naked run, or mm. if you do want to measure some things, like just knowing exactly what they are and keeping it simple. Yeah. No, is it pace? Well, like, is it time on your yeah. feet? Is it distance? Is it HRV? Is it like just, just focus on one or two things that you are focused on, on tracking exactly. and do those.
2: So with your Strava run, that mm. was bollocks that you yeah. well, that you berated yourself for afterwards, not the poo one. Yeah, the, the yesterday, yesterday one. one. The yesterday one. Yeah. Um, with With that one, Did you set out at the beginning to run fast, or did you set out to run a certain distance, or did you set out to run for a certain time? I or was it something else? I think it
1: made me. I think I changed my mind halfway through because I think when I set out, I was like, I think the reason that I'm like that was a shit run. It actually wasn't. It was quite nice. I think Mm. I set out to run, which is probably because I was going so slowly. But I set out to go. Oh, I'm going to do two miles. And if I'm feeling amazing, then I'll do two and a half. This is actually even the worst bit because I was like, if mm-hmm. I'm doing really good, then I will do two and a half. But I didn't want to push myself because I'd shat my pants last time. And I was like, I don't want to <laughs> um, end up in that situation again. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I'll, just, I'll I'll test the waters and see how I feel. Then felt like I was flying, felt quite good. I mean, it always feels shit at some bits, even if you retrospectively go, oh, it was great. There were still bits. Yeah. I yeah. like, I can't do this, but in general it was it was really good uh and then when I looked at my pace assuming that it was going to be one of my faster runs and saw that it was by far the slowest one I've done in ages I was like what and then I I I mean I carried on till two miles but then I stopped because I was like fuck this so I had set out to do like in theory two and a half if I was feeling good which I was mm-hmm but I completely changed my mindset halfway through to like I'm gonna this is gonna be a a short sharp push and I'm gonna really go for this because I'm obviously like feeling quick today. Yeah. And then looked at my tempo and was like at my pace and was like what the fuck.
2: So do you think it's probably worth not looking at your pace? I suppose because I but do. Isn't
1: it so weird that like you know when you when you feel. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how I could have pushed that any faster and felt okay. Why does that happen some days?
2: But I, so I don't think, well, firstly, I I think you've got technology to blame. I think the fact that you changed your mind midway through a run and and decided to go for a different goal, you decided to go for,
1: I'm going to make it fast.
2: Yeah, I'm, this is going to be a pace run rather than a yeah, distance run. I decided run. to care. Whereas I didn't set out yeah. caring, I decided to care halfway through because I was like, I think yeah. I'm fast today. Yeah. So the first one is that it's your fault because you changed, you changed the goal, yeah, you moved the goalposts.
1: Fair. I moved the goalposts. Um, so <laughs> Guilty But, I think,
2: but also, I, I mean, I'd like to look into it, but I don't think that Strava is known particularly for having spot on GPS. So, and you're running round a park which has got loads of trees. I, I I think there's plenty of times when I I look at my watch which is supposed to have like incredible pin sharp gps and if I'm running through London or if I'm running along the canal it it goes haywire. it just because I mean and 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 it should do because there are loads of buildings or there's loads of trees yeah. or whatever so I you know, I don't. And even when you finish, and maybe the pace isn't quite what you're supposed to have done, that might well have been because your body was nutritionally depleted because you'd shat your pants a few days before. That's it true. It could well have been. It could be because the park actually is on the side of a hill, so you were running upwards, like you said. It could be all those things. But I still think that what we try need to try and do is to retain the sense of what we want to go for a running for, for a run for and keep that purpose and that's mm. why I bought that run up because I think that the kind of I think we need to, to talk about running simply because I do that too I do that too I change the goalposts all the fucking time and it kills me it's like that time that I try to do a half marathon and go under two hours on the morning of the half marathon I know like an idiot. hadn't trained for it just but I suppose to go it's because
1: it. we have taught
2: ourselves to be the
1: kind of runners who are a bit more instinctive. We're not like we're not the kind of people to be like, I'm going to get a personal trainer because well, not there's anything wrong with it at all, but we're not like I'm mm. going to get a PT to help me get a sub uh, hour thirty half or whatever. Like that's just not the kind of running we do. So I suppose it is that is kind of how it works. Sometimes is that it's like. It's the downside to being a bit more of a run to feel person is that sometimes you're like, uh, I'm feeling like Mo Farah today, or <laughs> so living in the land of delusion. You're like, I can do this. <laughs> um, yeah, it, but I completely agree. Should we? Should we? Um, create a a hashtag. It needs a this? hashtag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should we be I just, I, simple. And
2: I run simple? Run simple or free. Yeah, something like that. Oh no, no, not no. Run I fucking hate that I hate <laughs> that so much but it's I do think that there needs to be a simple running movement because there is so much noise and I feel like, for instance, at the moment, I am failing to do strength training, right? And yeah, uh, one of the reasons is because I'm lazy and can't be asked. The second reason is because there is so much information out there that I literally cannot decide what yeah. the fuck to do. Because I think, oh, if I do, it's a bit like when you're trying to choose um, a yoga thing from Adrienne. And because there are thousands of yoga workouts to choose from, you're like, ooh what is going to be the best, and you can spend the best part of half an hour scrolling through to figure out what the best one is that you should do. Mm -hmm. And so with strength training, I'm sitting there just going, well, I know I should be doing single deadlifts. I know that that's what you should definitely do. But should I be doing it with a weight or without a weight? Should I be standing on a stair? Should I be doing this, that and the other? Should I be doing calf raises while I brush my teeth or standing on one leg while I'm brushing my teeth? Should I, you know, there's just like, there's, there's so much and I feel what I'd really love to do and it, it's just going gonna, gonna to kill women's running completely. Because I kind of want to say, Good. go just, ah, just go for your run. I'm feeling vindictive today. <laughs> I do feel vindictive. I feel, this is terrible, isn't it? Because the whole point of us, the whole point of our brand is that we're telling people lots of different, we're explaining lots of different things, like, you know, every bloody day over the website, over, you know, over socials know. and in the magazine and things. Like, you know, try this, try this, try this kind of thing. But in a way, I kind of, I feel like, what I'd love to do is to distill loads of information and to be able to just sort of say, right, okay, if you're training for a half marathon, right, which we both are, then these are the things you need to do. Let's just have it on like a tiny little card. And these are the four exercises that you should do and you should do them three times a week. And after three weeks, Get a bigger weight, you know. Just nice, simple. Here are the things that you do, and this is I think how you've far done you want. The opposite
1: of kale women's running. I think you've
2: given <laughs>
1: me an idea
2: for a whole new
1: range of content. Because <laughs> there are always going to be people who will want the breakdown of what is your VO two max and what should you be mm. getting and how do you track it and blah, blah blah. But I think, yeah, maybe we we need to just do more content that's like. Here's how to run a half marathon for dummies. That's basically yeah. what we do though. We do that on this every
2: day. We do that. We do that on this. <laughs> we do that on this. Maybe maybe what I'm doing is not quite so like I think I'm I'm beginning a revolution and all I'm doing is repeating what we've been saying for the last three years. But it's just like it's okay it was because I had
1: have a revolution like, mm. that just like
2: feels a bit more manageable sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just I had I had such a sense of overwhelm. And I think, you know, the idea of kind of simplifying things, I did, I was, I was, as I was running, I was just like, I felt like I was waving a flag. I was like, this is fucking epic. I mean, I'm kind yeah. of, I feel like I'm standing on top of a small hill surrounded by women in purple and green and white. And I'm just like, Throwing running. yourselves in front of horses. Yeah. Again, throwing myself in front of horses. Yeah, horse. we've done and that twice in the last week. We have lots of horse (laughs) throwing under um it's amazing all those chaining ourselves to buildings and yeah you know all that kind of thing um but now I'm talking to you about it yeah it's it's less a revolution and more a kind of I mean just stop looking at Instagram
1: (laughs) it's It's slow burn um, way that we're going to change the running industry. We're getting there. That is, is what we, it is. What we what we do, I think, is I think we stand for slightly more, yeah, individual goals rather than being competitive. We stand for sl- our manifesto here. Um, mm-hmm. maybe we need a manifesto. Yeah, we do it's need about a manifesto running for yourself, <laughs> isn't it? And running for you, yeah. running for yourself but as part of a community and I think that that's what makes our gang really tick um mm-hmm. and uh yeah I mean I guess it's all part of that
2: it's, it is part of that and it's like it's like you know when we've talked about nutrition before and we will talk about nutrition again nutrition it's it's kind of you know when right because I get this I get this as a as a journalist right that um, when you're in the middle of being a journalist, when you're kind of in that mindset, you can sometimes read features that people have written and realize that they are journalists too, and they're using language that is journalist language and not people language, right? Yeah, and I think the same is true of running. So, like when I'm talking about the journalist analogy, like occasionally I've like I've read features that people have written and they've said, they've said, oh, um, read. Um, read the box out on the right hand side so box out is a is language that we'd use for a you know a boxed section in print um but box out that's such a weird journalistic term right it's not it's not it's not people it's not people language people language would be look at the thing on the right hand side which which is called this you know it'll have a name um so it's kind of in running like we still talk about nutrition when what we should be talking about of course is food right and we're still talking about I still think that you know we talk about protein and carbohydrates and fats but what we're not talking about is yogurt and oh my god
1: yeah because do you know what I mean
2: yeah genuinely
1: (laughs) if I I mean if I hadn't had conversations with like with some nutrition-y people and I guess if hmm. I hadn't discovered more about my own my own body and how it works I wouldn't have thought that it was a problem eating a bowl of roasted vegetables before going for a run. I'd be like, that sounds healthy. That sounds like something people would say is a healthy thing to do. Mm. Like, I completely agree that, like, the jargon allows us all to sound like we're talking, we know what we're talking about, and or like we know what we're reading about, or give people authority and go, oh, that sounds like they know their shit, I'll do what they're doing. But yeah. actually, like, it's cutting out the the substance of of it, which is like, what, but what am I actually supposed to eat? Protein? Yeah. Or, but what is that? Like, yeah. Only and I, still, I, I think of is dry chicken breast, and I'm a vegetarian. So I still like, get so confused about to protein. To mm. Yeah,
2: exactly. I get, I get super, super confused because like when we talk about protein and when we ask a knowledgeable nutrition to explain protein, they will start talking about the grams of protein you need to eat per kilogram of weight you are. And I haven't weighed myself for four years. I sort of know vaguely the ballpark kind of thing. But I also weigh myself in stones and pounds. So all there's too many sums to do in yeah. order to figure out what the fuck you're talking about. And what I, I want them to weigh say... Myself. I don't know how much I weigh. And
1: again, I find that a bit confusing because like, not that this should be a thing, but so often by like doc by my doctor, I'm always told that I need to lose weight. So if I'm eating more because I'm bigger, then that feels like
2: not a thing that I should be doing. It's, it's a minefield. It is. A, so, But all of it, all of it, once you're in the health industry, which it turns out we are, it, it, it's all a mine. So, <laughs> but it's like, there's all the running stuff, all the food stuff, all the strength and, you know, stuff. Every, it's like our entire lives and there is so much noise and there are so many people telling us how to do every single section of it. And I, you know, I just, I feel like we need handy diagrams to cut everything out and to explain when someone says, you should, as a 50-year-old woman, be eating this amount of protein. I want to see that in pictorial form and I want them to say What that means is these all these things together is the amount of protein you need to have, which could be because I have started eating a bit more yogurt, and I'm not even a dairy person, but I have started doing that because I've only just realised that yogurt has protein in it. Didn't before? I was like, well, it's a calcium mound, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, it is protein. So, um, yeah, trying to do things like that, but I still don't know how much I should be eating or how much I'm eating during a day. I don't know if that's better or worse than I've been doing before. No. So, yeah, we need the simple running thing the simple yeah we really I don't
1: do know. don't we we it's need like so... a little guide that is just I would like to mm. read let's yeah. get it let's get it commissioned
2: let's do it <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I feel like it would be we've we've had lots of emails oh um, yes but I've been a classic uh person and uh mm-hmm. not um not actually read any of these in advance.
2: Oh. Um, so they could be all awful and they could yeah, they like could. hate us. Because we've had some like... new ones.
1: Why oh, didn't no. I do this? Oh, oh, actually I've remembered something, sorry, looking at emails that I did want to talk about. This is not yes, an embarrassing well. story and we will return to them when I've got my act together and I've read through everybody's. This was mm-hmm. something that I wanted to talk about, which was um that somebody emailed in about that I thought would be a really interesting discussion point. Sorry, it's been quite a serious episode. Yeah, but... It has been quite serious.
2: I'm so I sorry. Yeah. Oh.
1: But I did like this from Helen. She mm-hmm. emailed in to say this was after the chat that we had about Strava last week and actually if I was a, if mm. I was a good broadcaster then I wouldn't have admitted that I didn't remember what email I was supposed to read this week and I I would have <laughs> just done this with a with a nice segue because it works really well. Uh, but she said that so these are her thoughts on Strava she said I always block access to my heart rate data because I don't know whether I'll reveal who it is in her life so I don't know whether they listen to the podcast one of her relatives mm. I don't want to call her out for calling them out um yeah is who's super fit always uh comments on her will be like oh you need to slow down take it easy look at your heart rate on her Strava uh...
2: Oh my god! Oh,
1: I, I feel know.
2: so looked at. Oh, I don't.
1: Yeah. Like that. So she, so she blocks that data. She said, "I run to feel. If I feel okay, I go a bit faster. If I don't, I slow down." That's exactly what I was meaning about the watch and the way that it goes. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna die, and it's like, but I feel absolutely fine, and it's very confusing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, "I also make excuses when I think my run might seem slow, and will put comments in. Hard day at work, feeling tired, and notice that many people I follow also do this, especially the women." Yeah, Uh, This was thought provoking for me. Maybe I will try naked running, which is probably what we should call our campaign, uh, Mm. at least occasionally and leave the social stresses at home. That was very thought provoking to me because I realized that I don't do that, but only because it took me ages to work out that you could actually add your own comments on Strava. Um, Mm. But I see people do that all the time where they're like, tough one today.
2: But there's a whole, isn't there a whole, like a massive kind of meme stroke controversy about people's comments on Strava that basically you're you're always doing it in order to show that you're faster than what's come up on the stats. So you'll say things like... Running with Maisie today, and yeah, I have you know heard of that. So there's lots of that of just going. That's that's why it's not my da da da. Or um, tripped up on the corner here, or um, oh yeah, p- period, not feeling it, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, don't run after
1: three glasses of wine night before, ha ha. Uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of
2: thing. And it's just to show that they, they want their stats up there, but they want to kind of make sure that you know that they can do better. Back with- yeah yeah yeah. that is
1: so interesting I do think Mm. that that is a good argument for sometimes doing the naked running or uh in my case yeah I do just if you want to know for your personal reasons like I do get a bit caught up on pace and I shouldn't Mm. but genuinely I'm just trying to measure my distances at the moment um and so Strava because I haven't got a watch at the most Strava is the easiest thing that I can do that with um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just hide them because then I'm not tempted to, I still quite like, and I'd forgotten because I did d- did my last round of half marathon training by time. So I didn't use any like thing like that. Um, mm. I did forget how nice it is to be like you've run 16 miles in the last 10 days or whatever that's like yeah. oh my god I, I had forgotten what that's like which is really nice but um so I quite like having some of that data stored but I that's for me mm. it's for me to look over and sometimes I might send a screenshot to Esther or Doug or somebody if I'm feeling particularly smug but
2: yeah, yeah. and what well, yeah. hang on. do you do you pay for Strava no do you no 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 I did for about a year I did because you do get lots of extra bits and pieces and I think they've now taken off quite a few things that they, that used to be free as well so you you do get loads more but I yeah. suggest that you don't
1: <laughs> no I like <laughs> to know the I like to know the bare min yeah I like to bare min yeah. it on there um and that is yeah how what was my pace how long did it take me mm-hmm. how far did I go and then maybe cumulatively I quite like the way well see okay no we're really getting into it on this episode (laughs) I was about to say I do quite like the way because when it works in your favor it does feel like Mm. quite a nice boost if it's like because last week I got a thing that was like trending faster your last three runs have been cumulatively faster or whatever and that felt really good and then but then that did mean that when I dipped back down for the first time yesterday, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was a sl- much slower run than my previous ones, I was like, what the hell? How come I'm not trending faster anymore? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I guess one thing I was thinking is you know, Strava gives you the uh, little awards where you get like little, um, oh, trophies, yeah, yeah. Trophy yeah. things for your best effort yeah. or whatever. Um I do like that it breaks it down so that you get them regularly, so it'll be like best yeah. effort on diagonal path down through park or whatever, which is <laughs> yeah, quite yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I hate that the only thing that it does that for is your um is your speed. is your pace, is your speed. Mm-hmm. Like can mm-hmm. they think of anything else like that's the furthest you've ever gone? To be fair, they might do that. I can't remember. They do that. Yes, they, okay, do, they that. do that. Yeah. Okay, sadly. Glad <laughs> that they do that. Love Strava and we're really out here supporting them. <laughs> but is there something else that can be, uh, because you can't be constantly running the furthest you've ever run or you can't be constantly running the fastest you've ever run. And it is, even if you're keeping that data to yourself and it's just for your personal, like, yeah. even if you're sharing it, which I would also like to say there's nothing wrong with if that helps you. But, mm-hmm. um, like, is there a way that it can't be used to either be competitive with yourself or with other people? Because that the speed thing particularly feels like it literally automatically plugs you into a leaderboard for all of that stuff.
2: I know that's that. I do. Like, I am beginning you know, to I think about,
1: about Susan Jones, who can do that diagonal down through park in like yeah fifty six seconds or something. Like it's not going to happen.
2: I, I am actually thinking about taking myself off that I mean I don't even check Strava often enough for it to make me feel that shit but it's just that when I do like and Mm. and those personal record things I quite like them when they came in but I've completely cocked up and there's like there was one there's one stretch which is on the way back home and it's coming up a very steep hill and my personal record on that steep hill was when I drove home from a run and forgot to take my Garmin off Right, so that my personal record is something like one minute and two seconds. Right, so you're and I beat it a bit like I'm me
1: never going beat through it. the two I'm channels. never going to beat yeah. it. Yeah,
2: I know. I wasn't trying to. I was not trying to yeah. cheat. I literally just forgot to press the button on my Garmin. Yeah, and it's ridiculous because my next one is like seven minutes or
1: something. I know. It's like, That's, That's why gap. I'm gutted oh. about my little records. Luckily, those records, like it's only the only ones it seems to affect is like two mile and below um Mm. and generally the records that i that i care about just for myself just again keeping like not to try and beat them all the time but just keeping like a bit of a base idea about what feels like my kind of speed so i can Mm. keep to a general pace are 5k 10k half and luckily it doesn't seem like any of those have been affected by the two tunnel bermuda triangle (laughs) But yeah, it is gutting because it's like, well, I'm never going to run a fucking mile in four minutes or whatever, like Eric no. Little, and yeah. like, and so, and now it thinks I've done that. It's gonna, it's gonna be impossible. <sighs>
2: <laughs> I, I can't believe you've mentioned Eric Little on the podcast. I know. I can't believe um, we haven't mentioned Eric Little before. Yeah, this yeah. is true. Although I do About think you might be thinking, are you not thinking of Roger Bannister?
1: Oh yeah, I am actually Eric Little's chariots
2: of fire, isn't he? <laughs> it's like I love them both, because they're, they're both the kind of people that would Yeah, a man of God, Eric little Oh uh, yeah,
1: he that oh. that's why I was thinking of yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have to end this podcast episode
2: very unceremoniously. Because I've got a meeting. He <laughs> has got a meeting. I bet it's a really boring one as well. It's, it's not gonna really be a about... boring.
1: No offense if they're listening. I know. <laughs> yeah.
2: They won't know it's coming work. out a few days. affiliates oh god oh well look our pod well look have lots of fun and try and persuade them to do simple running and um we'll try and do something with that hashtag in the next few days if anyone agrees with us everyone probably everyone probably hates it though don't they they probably they were like love my stats
1: i know well some people do and it's no shade to them um Mm. but if you're a if you're a run simple hashtag run simple which we're really trying to make take off
2: Although it does make it sound sounds though we're a bit stupid, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> and it sounds almost worse, like we're being a bit derogatory about people who might be
2: a bit stupid.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll okay. go away and work on it. We'll
2: workshop it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra Pod Squad benefits from just £2 a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our exclusive Discord community for friendly chat and support with like-minded women runners. Go to patreon.com forward slash running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The producer and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories, as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?